G'day, you leg spinners, in-swingers, dirty hacks. This is an off section of the Ruck Infringement podcast. Joey is with us tonight. Joe, how you going, mate? Mate, I am so good. Great to be here. Cricket season is upon us. Oh, mate, the best time of the year. Honestly, I cannot tell you how many memes I saw on Facebook this week <laughs> where it was the girl saying, yes, footy season's over, and the bloke rubbing his hands going, and cricket's about to begin, ladies. That's it. <laughs> oh, it is, honestly, the best time of the year, mate. What do you think of the start of the season, mate? You know, you, you play fifth grade yourself. What, what are you thinking? Yeah, uh, look, locally, uh, we're, we're, we're off to a good start. Lost round one, but uh, round two up. Uh, I'm hoping we'll get the win there on day two. Uh, obviously, you're my you're my cricket captain. But in <laughs> regards to uh, national, what we're watching on TV at the moment, the World Cup, liking what I'm seeing, actually got a bit of a smoky at the moment. I'm liking the Netherlands. Really Ooh. enjoying the Netherlands playing some cricket. Um, yeah? Yeah, just liking what I see. It's a, a minnow nation, a, a nation that's not supposed to win. But, you know, they're, they're looking good. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a, that's a good shout, mate. That's a good shout. I can't say I've watched them myself, but I have seen yeah. the score updates. And so I'm all over that and watching those as well. Now, Reese would usually join us as well, but unfortunately he couldn't be with us tonight. So, you know, we'll have to we'll have to slot him in sometime soon. Yes, but, hopefully he'll be back. Yeah, hopefully he'll be back. <laughs> uh, why don't you give us a rundown, Joe, of what, what can we expect in this section of your podcast? Yeah, absolutely, mate. So this is our new series, Everything Down Leg. Uh, it's our cricket series for the off-season. Obviously, no rugby league going, no AFL going at the moment. So we love our cricket. We thought, why not? Why not talk the big issues in cricket? T20s, Big Bash, Test Match, One Day as World Cups. It's all happening. So during this series, we'll do this weekly, hopefully, and we will, yeah, talk about all the above. The World Cup's on at the moment. We've got the Big Bash coming up. Oh, I'm, getting, up some... I'm getting horny for the Big Bash. Yeah, mate. Big Bash <laughs> is going to be good. I'm actually in contact on LinkedIn at the moment. I won't say with who, but I do have a Melbourne Stars player, hopefully, coming on for an interview. So that'll be exciting as well. Ready for the Big Bash season. Just to get you ready, get you excited. Just know that this is the podcast with all the stars. So, yeah, mate, it should be a good season. Mm, that's exactly right, mate. I'm Absolutely keen for it. I'm, I'm a thunder man myself, so let's bring the rain. We didn't we didn't have a crash hot season last year, but <laughs> well, um, hopefully we'll be better this year. Yeah, mate. Do you want to do you want to give us a merch update? I think I think we've got some new merch coming out with your name on it. We do, mate. We do. Oh. So if you jump into rugbyleaguemerch.com, type in the Ruck Infringement Podcast, you can find all your usual stuff: your hoodies, your shirts, mugs, stubby holders, but. Just as of last week, and they are live now, we're doing pint glasses, bottle openers, and coasters. Ready for those summer vibes, sitting outside, having a nice cold brew. Good to go, mate. And they are available right now, rugbyleaguemerch.com, Ruck and Frigid Podcast. 10% of all proceeds go to the Family of League Foundation. That's fantastic, mate. Can't cannot think of any better foundation to go towards. Yeah. All right, mate. I think we order open up with cricket world cup. You said the Netherlands, mate. There is smoky coming in. Yeah, mate. You know, give give us a rundown. Why why are they your smoky? I mean, uh, I just I I don't want to. I don't always like to say the big teams are going to win it, even though they they most likely will. Uh, I, I've got a few teams on my mind at the moment, but the Netherlands. There's just something about them. They're, they've been around there for the past few World Cups, a uh, couple in the past few, the past three or four years, whenever the World Cup is on. But 
they haven't really had the opportunities, but this year they just I I don't know what it is, mate. I'm just they're they're a team that I would like to see do well. They're a team that I think could challenge. It just it really depends. I mean, you and I yeah. both play. We know what cricket's like. Conditions play a part. So if they can if they can get a good batting deck and get some runs, if they can bowl well, then they'll go a long way to winning. But mm. uh big teams, I think the ones to watch out for, South Africa and New Zealand looking really good. Uh I don't know if you saw the other night, Devin Conway, mate, from New Zealand. 153 oh. not out. Yeah, paired opening. with Ravindra, who come in yeah. at first drop after a golden duck. <laughs> you'd, have, you'd have to feel sorry for that bloke. He would yeah. have walked off saying, you know, the pitcher's doing a million things at once. <laughs> and then you get you get good old Devin Conway and uh, Ravindra scoring centuries, well, 150 and 120 odd. Yeah. And he's sitting up in the dressing room going, well, that's just appalling. <laughs> what, what, okay. do we, what do we have? The Conway one fifty two not out and yeah. Ratchan Ravindra one twenty three of ninety six deliveries. It was some good batting and the best part it was against the arch enemy mate. It was against England. That's what we love to see. I mean, you know, credit Absolutely. to England they uh they they did okay, but you know we love to see it. our our mates across the Dutch there get the mm-hmm. done. So uh, I think they're definitely ones to watch out for New Zealand this year. Uh, India, they're always up there. You know, you can never write India off. Virat Kohli mm. just leading that team to the heights that we expect for India. Uh, the match the other night, India-Australia, mate, bit disappointed in Australia. Mm-hmm. To have them three for two at one stage and we still got beat. It just, you know, I I, I don't know what we need at the moment. I actually think David Warner's been really good. We're just collapsing. We're just collapsing mm-hmm. after that. It's the case of Australian cricket that we know so well. The exactly right, you, you get one or two batsmen that do well, middle order collapses, and then you get your six or seventh batsman. They come in and they save the ship for Australia. But anyway, enough from me. What are you thinking about the World Cup? Honestly, uh, after watching the first few games and sticking my nose in it, I've I've got my money riding on it being a New Zealand South Africa finale to come in and then to be absolutely abolished by India. That that was pathetic. Yeah. Um, I'll just go through the first. We've only had six games at, uh, currently. I'll just go through yep. the uh, quick summaries for those. So, as we said, England, for round one, or match one, sorry, England come up against New Zealand. New Zealand win by nine wickets. That was just a big write-off. Well done to New Zealand, especially Massive. at that calibre. Yeah. Uh, we had Pakistan beat Netherlands men's by 81 runs. I know you were talking about the Netherlands, mate. And, you know, 81 is not that bad. You know? No, exactly. It, it could be better. It's not yeah. 200, but yeah. it, it could be a little better, but it's not that bad. Um, Bangladesh beat Afghanistan by six wickets. And on the same day... South Africa beat Sri Lanka by 102 runs. I'm just going to mention that. I'm just going to go into that game just a little bit. Yeah, because, go for it. Because what South Africa did in this game is ridiculous. They only lost five wickets. Quinton de Kock, 100 off 84 deliveries. Rasi van der Dussen, 108 off 110 deliveries. And Aidan Markram, 106 off 54 deliveries. That... Three players, uh, 314 runs. That is just out out of 428, three players got 314. Well done to South Africa. Uh, Tell you who I'm liking from South Africa, mate, Klassen. Mm, Yes. He is a good batsman, man. The the little ranger, we we say, the the orange-haired kid, the fiery boy, but he is a good batsman. 
Yes, he uh, definitely definitely is a good batsman. After those matches, yes, we saw India beat Australia by six wickets the other day. Like you said, we had India three for two runs or something. Yeah. That game, honestly, at that point, you should have, like Australia should have bagged it up. The Netherlands putting up a very good fight against New Zealand. However, New Zealand getting it done by 99 runs. Uh, seven down. They was New Zealand was seven for three twenty two. Netherlands all out for two twenty three. Um, and then we've just recently had England beat Bangladesh yeah. by one hundred and thirty seven runs, and Pakistan beat Sri Lanka by six wickets. Currently, as we are speaking right now, Afghanistan are one for forty two with forty one overs to go. So that could be an interesting match against our India. Uh, against India. You know, we'll wait and see how that game goes. Honestly, just looking at that right now, 142, I think India might have it. However, fingers crossed Afghanistan can put up a, a good fight in saying all those games. Uh, the current standing ladder from 1 to 10 is New Zealand, Pakistan, South Africa, India, England, Bangladesh, Australia sitting in 7th, Jeez. Sri Lanka, <laughs> Afghanistan, and Netherlands last. However, wow. as, as I said... Netherlands are one of the teams that have played two games. India, yeah. Australia, South Africa, and Afghanistan are all yet to play their second game. So we're 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 looking at a this could be this could be a quick quick change around in a ladder. I'm definitely I'm definitely not writing anyone off. If the Netherlands get to their next game and they can't snag a win, I'm gonna have to say they're on the outer sort of thing. Yeah. Go. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But, but, but it's good to see them there. It's good to see them competing and. Yeah, and playing cricket. So it's it, that's exactly right. So we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, mate, big game coming up tomorrow night: Australia, South Africa, uh, seven thirty p.m. That's mm. going to be huge. I mean, they beat us in one of the warm-up games as well. We obviously had the uh, the ODI series previously in South Africa, and they're just they're a good squad. They're a good squad of boys, the South Africans. So it, look, it's going to be a tough game. We've already played India. We've got to play South Africa next. Hopefully, we can bag a win. That's tomorrow night, 7.30. It's on KO as well. If you don't have KO, we're not sponsored, but good people. So <laughs> throw, that exactly in. Right. throw that in there. If they want a sponsor, we're, we're right here. Oh, we're, all, we're always <laughs> up for a good KO sponsor. That's right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that'll be – that's actually a very good game. Uh, yeah. sorry, to, sorry to mention it. <laughs> that's all right. It's um, tomorrow anyway. Exactly. But that's another game, Joe, that I'm going to have to sit here and say if Australia cannot snag a win – We'd be looking on it fighting, yeah, you know, a fighting. Not good, spot. not no, good. So, and and as I said, the way South Africa have been playing, you know, my money's sitting at a New Zealand South Africa final. So, do, and, do you think? Do you think we've just played too much cricket in the past twelve months? Is that the contributing factor? Where we're picking a lot of our Test players in this one day squad that have just come from England as well. So, you know, yeah, but. All right, well, let's take Warner, for example. What did he do in the Ashes? Well, true. He he was he was very quiet, and now he's come out and, he's, and he's, he's batting great. So Exactly. Um, Mitch Marsh, he, he, he had a very good first bat for the he Ashes. Did. And then yeah. he did. And then he did drop off, the, drop off the radar a little bit. Yeah. It's just interesting. It was, like, players yeah. like your Steve Smith, your, your Labashane. Um, well, even, he, didn't, he even, didn't do much either. <laughs> that's right. But even like Paddy Cummins, who we know is such a good bowler for Test match, hasn't really been hitting the heights in the one dayers. I don't know if it's just a lack of we've been playing a lot of cricket, but I mean they're conditioned to it now. They they know this is the schedule that happens over the twelve months, so you think they'd be used to it. But yeah. only time will tell what happens, mate. Yeah, that's exactly right, mate. You can't you can't put a 
can't put a price on it right now. Cricket is a funny game. It is an absolutely funny game. Yeah, that's exactly right, mate. Moving on, I reckon we'll jump into the BBL. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Who who are we chipping? What are we we thinking? Who are we watching out for? Well, mate, as you said before, Thunder Boys. Love the Thunder. Uh, Just, I want them to win. Going to be hard to go past the likes of Adelaide for me, the Adelaide Strikers with uh, Matty Short there. I think he's just been batting so well. He's such a good opener in the uh, big Mm. bash there. And also Perth, Perth Scorchers, they're always up there, always around. They just they're they're always suited the con- to the conditions. You know, it's it's that it's that whack of field. They've always got those fast bowlers that can just steam in in Perth, and then wherever they go, they just try to take your head off. So, mm. look, Perth are going to be around there. I'd like to see a team like the Renegades have a bit of a run, uh, possibly get up there. They, they haven't been around there much, so it'd be nice to see the Renegades get through, but. Look, my money's on the Thunder, mate. Can't go past them. Mm. Whoa. That, that's, I think that's the first time ever I've actually seen someone tip the Thunder before the season started. So, <laughs> other, other than myself, I should say. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm a Thunder boy, mate. <laughs> well, well done. We bleed green. That's <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, look, honestly, it's, it's, it's going to be, oh, I mean, as much as I want to see my Thunder win and I'd support my Thunder no matter what. It's going to be a very tough season. I've been watching, yeah. been uploading, uh, not uploading, sorry, I've been following the Facebook and, you know, seeing all these big marquee players sign for clubs. Like I saw this, uh, this afternoon, Nathan Coulton returns to Melbourne Stars. Yeah. Like, honestly, what a buy from Melbourne. He, oh, he, absolutely. He's obviously not playing representative cricket for Australia, but he's still at such a high caliber. If yeah. I could get him in a Thunder jersey, I'd be a happy man. <laughs> Hamish McKenzie yeah. goes to the Scorchers. Oh, Tom, yes. Rogers, Tom Rogers returns back to the Stars. Uh, yep. Joe Clark goes to the Renegades. He's, yeah, Joe uh, Clark. He was uh, at the Stars, actually. He was so at the Stars, yeah, Melbourne to Melbourne. <laughs> yeah, Melbourne to Melbourne. So he's not really moving that far. No, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, who else? Where's another one? Harry Dixon signs on with the Renegades. He'll be a, he's a young star coming through the coming through the chopping block sort of thing. So we yep. get to see him on the field. One name that I'm yet to see, whether it's a continue, whether he ha- has still got contract going or he's going to re-sign, Jake Fraser McGurk. Did you yes. see what he did in the Marsh Cup the other day, Joey? I didn't see it, mate, but uh, I've heard all about it. Incredible stuff. A hundred of 29 deliveries. And yep. in going through that 100, there was six dot balls. Yeah, wow. That's... That's amazing batting, isn't it? I mean, look, talking about that, mate, let's jump into our segment called Join the Club. And yes. uh, you you sent me this photo during the week. Fastest list A and T20 hundreds by balls. There it is. Fraser McGurk, 29 balls against South Australia. That's incredible. 129 balls. Chris Gale was second, 30 balls. That was in a T20 against RC Bangalore, so in the IPL there as well. Uh, AB De Villiers, 31 balls. But the last Australian, Andrew Simons, the great Roy, T20 against Kent uh, in England there, and then Sean Abbott, 34 balls in the T20 against Surrey. So Fraser McGurk, mate, I mean, 129 it's, balls. That's just electric. That was that was a net session for him yeah. by the end of that. Yeah, exactly. That- was an absolute net session. He would have just been enjoying his time out in the field. And I watched just the highlight reel, so it only showed his sort of big hits. But, my God, he had some massive hits in that game. 
Yeah. And it'd the, be great to see if he can channel that for the big bash this year too. Oh, uh, if, if he can, oh, he'd be scoring a hundred every game. Yeah, watch out. Yeah, that's exactly right. So love how you mentioned the join the club sort of segment. That'll just yep. be just be record breakers and you know that's right. big milestones throughout the season. So obviously yep. we get obviously we get to obviously get through those. But that that'll be a good one, Joe. I'm excited for that segment every year. Yeah, yeah, it'll be really good, mate. Uh yeah. you know, we'll we'll delve into some old some old records, some former players, fastest fifties, mm. fastest hundreds in test and but oh, you know, we'll we'll let that go over the season. So mm, that's exactly right. The test series coming up. Yes, are mate. There, are there any changes you want to see, mate? But what, what are we talking? Who are we going Look, with? Earlier in the season of the the Ruck Infringement Pod, we we talked a bit about Davy Warner. Obviously, when the the cricket was on, we spoke a lot about Davy, and it's so hard because this form that he's brought into the World Cup, as we said, has been amazing. But this is the Davy we know. And the Davy that's been playing Test match is not the Davy we know, and I just I just feel like it may be time for Davy to maybe call it for his Test career, keep playing one days, keep playing twenty twenty, but maybe call it for his Test career. I just feel like that the only issue is like, like who's coming through. I mean, who's going to open? You've got the likes of Marcus Harris they always talk about, and and your Joe Burns who who have been there and done it before, but none of them are at the heights that Warner was at in his mm. prime. So yeah. it's it's really hard to see. I mean, we've seen Travis Head in the one dayers take a bit of a opener role. Whether he can do that in Test match remains mm-hmm. to be seen. I mean, we we've seen Usman Kawaja change his game from a middle order batsman to an opener. So whether Travi Head can do that, I really like Head at five. So I, I like really him. Wanna... I like him too because his yeah. game is his game is suit for five. Yeah, he can, I don't want to change in... that formula. Yeah, if he come if he comes in and. We are like you know struggling, and it we've lost three wickets. Yeah, he can stay. He can build his form. That's or right. He comes in at the latter end of the you know innings where you know we might bat for an extra hour, but he can yep. still put on a quick five fifty. So yeah, exactly. So I think head keep him at five. Do not move head. It will disrupt the flow that Australian cricket has. Do you think that Mitch Marsh gets a test rebirth? After his T twenty form and his one day form, I mean, I know they're completely different games, but well, he did get a he did get a century in the last he test did. He in did. Ashes. So, so do they keep the bison? He, but he he didn't open though. That was the thing. No, I know, and I mean, look, that's probably really the only spot up for grabs. I mean, Cam Green once he's fit, you think comes straight back in. It's interesting in that all rounder spot because we've got the likes of Michael Nessa who mm. has been killing it in state cricket, you know. We he got another hundred the other day. I think he scored hundred and forty odd. Yeah. And he you know the guy bats at six or seven and we know he can bowl. So he, he's a really interesting one because I thought he hasn't had much chance. They've obviously gone with Scobo with Scott Bowen because of the form he had in Australia, you know, six for seven at, at the G. At uh, the G but, mate, honestly. But I think give Michael Nesser a run. Give him a give him a long stint in the Australian jersey. Give him some time to prove himself. I mean, we know he can bowl. If he yeah. can get some runs with the bat too, it helps. We we haven't had a genuine all rounder for a long time. I mean, probably since Mitch Johnson, we, who we know could bat. Mitch Johnson could hold the stick really well. Uh, before that, I mean, Shane Watson, probably mm. our our last all rounder in Australian Test cricket. So yeah, just think what way they go. I just worry that if. Nessa gets a crack. We know he can. We know he can do it. But yeah, 
if he goes out and he gets a golden duck first innings, you know, knock on wood, that doesn't happen at, at all. Mm. But if he goes out, then everyone's going to be, be in the media, oh, that's why we don't pick him, you know, blah, yeah, blah, blah. Exactly. It's, it's a lose lose situation. Like he yeah. gets in, he gets out, and then everyone hates Cricket Australia. Or, <laughs> you know, we, we don't pick him, and everyone hates Cricket Australia. Like, it's, yeah. It's a it's a crazy concept, and he he's he's a he's a funny case to look at. He um, he is, mate. He is because, like I said, I, Cam Green's done enough for me to keep his spot, and he's becoming that all rounder that we need. If he can start turning those fifties into hundreds, oh, it will really cement his spot as an all rounder. But his mm. bowling's been really good. Cameron Green's been that that uh, partnership breaker. He gets the the wicket when it matters. And then he can back it up with a quick 50, you know. So it'd be good if he can turn those 50s into centuries. But the other player I want to chat to you about, Joshy Hazelwood. Now, he was injured a lot of the Ashes series in England. And Scott Bowen played a lot of that series. Do we think Hazelwood's just straight back in for Scobo and then Scott Bowen's back to state cricket? Well, then are you recognising reward but taking away his spot for Scobo? That's hard, isn't it? It's just very so hard. hard. Yeah. And and you and it's very hard to say, all right, well, you know, Hazelwood, you play the first test, Scobo, you play the second. Yeah, exactly. We get to the first one, Hazelwood takes ten wickets in the in his, you know, two fivers sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then you go, Oh, well, we've already said Scobo can do it. So it, that, wow. that's a very hard one. Well, I think I think Hazelwood comes straight back in only because he's proven. And I think mm. that's the only reason. And I, I feel for Scott Bowen because I think he's done really well. What what oh, he's he what, what he's been able to do to come in and just get straight into it has been amazing. But I just think the Australian selectors are going to look at Hazelwood and go, he's done that. You know, he takes four for he takes five for all the time. I think he'll come straight back in. This talk about dropping Mitch Stark, we need to keep Stark because Stark always always gets a wicket. Always, he got a hat trick <laughs> yeah. in the warm up game. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And Stark's always there, and Stark can back. We know Stark can hold the stick as well. So he's a good player to have after Paddy because Paddy and Stark can both bat. But, mate, the guy I'm really excited to see back from injury, the GOAT, mate, Nathan Lyon. He's already contacted the Australian selectors <laughs> and said that now that Agar's out, he's in. I saw that. I saw that. Get get him on the plane to the World Cup. Get him over there. Oh, honestly, he, <laughs> he's phenomenal and he is someone that he is a – he is a cricket icon that you oh, do not want to see leave the game. That's right. That's right. And I'm glad that he's gotten past this injury really quickly. Uh, he's actually going to play for Northern Districts this weekend too. So in local oh, cricket. So let's... if you're if you're out there playing for Northern Districts, get into uh, Premier Grades there, first grade and that, and you might see Nathan Lyon rolling the arm over. So, Or you might see a couple of... Penrith fifth graders on the piss <laughs> on the sideline. That's right, exactly. <laughs> if, if, if you see a bunch of blokes, you know, wearing sinking a couple of beers, screaming "Go the go," <laughs> do not call Penrith, all right? Because it oh, wasn't us. <laughs> no, that's right. Definitely wasn't uh, us. It was Mitch and Berry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> definitely wasn't us, mate. Oh. No, uh, good shout. Love the go. Cannot yeah, wait to see him back in the team. And absolutely, if he is overlooked for selection, then you know, just. Abolish Australian cricket, to be honest, because as I said, he's a cricketing icon for yeah, Australia, oh, I, for the green and gold. I love him. I mean, look, everyone talks about Shane Warne, and Shane Warne is the king and will always be the king. But I was a kid when Warne retired, so mm. I didn't watch a lot of Shane Warne play, only through what I've seen in highlight reels and stuff like that. 
the goat. I've followed Nathan's career the whole time. Well, aren't you lucky that? Play. Yeah, aren't you lucky that you saw a bit of it? Because I can tell you, <laughs> I did not see any of Shane Warne. Yeah, mate. the The back end of his career, two thousand and seven, he retired. Obviously, I was what, what was I then eleven or something mm. like that. Um, yeah, something something ridiculous. But yeah, so I I saw the back end of his career there, but. I've seen Nathan Lyon. I've seen his whole career. So, yeah. for me, he, he's my goat just because I've watched him play. He's just so good. I remember uh, when I started cricket, probably in my 13th year or something now, I remember the goat having hair. Yeah, yeah, mate. That, yep. that was when I first started. So, I think and he had a head of hair and I was like, oh, I like that guy. I <laughs> mean, uh, two, 2012, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah back then. Yep, yeah, yep. that's exactly right. So, yeah, I would have started. This would be my thirteenth or twelfth season or something. Yeah, like that. lovely. Yeah, when, nice. when I start, when I started getting into cricket, the goat had hair, and he wasn't the goat. <laughs> <laughs> he that's was just right. some. He, he was, was just some off spinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was just an Australian right. off spinner who had about had a bit of hair, but a yeah, big head. Exactly, mate. Yeah. Uh, look, this next part of the pod I want to talk about actually came from Reese, and mm. he's not here, but. He said, which non-test team would you like to see given a chance to play? So I think he means in test cricket itself. Yeah. Uh, right. You know, we've we've seen the likes of Kenya over the years, um, Zimbabwe, you know, when they came through as well. What non-test team would you like to see, mate? Honestly, mate, that's that's a very tough one. Mm. That's, that's a very tough one because unfortunately, probably a lot of our listeners as well. Don't know many teams that yeah, they exactly. have, haven't seen at the international level. Yeah, I would, however, I'll give a shout out. I'm not sure if they've played Test cricket. If they have, I do apologise. But Ireland, I want to see the Irish. Yeah. <laughs> I Ireland play, mate. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, oh, not. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure they played England last year in Test. Um, in a Test but, format. Yeah, I, I I believe so. Let me do a quick quick little yeah, research. But that's I, all right. Yeah, but they they they're not too. I mean, they're not. They're not. I wouldn't say they're the best, but oh, test, let, yeah. let's say Test cricket teams, and it should tell us. Yeah, all the teams that play Test cricket. Uh, yeah, let's let's get a good shout on, on. Quickly get that up. Ben's Test team rankings. That'll do. Uh, yeah, so they're not in the top ten, but they are on the list. But they are on the list. So uh, obviously, you got India, Australia. It, India are number one test team still at the moment. Yep. Uh, this I think this was as of July though. Uh, Australia, England, South Africa, New Zealand, Pakistan, Sri Lanka, West Indies, Bangladesh, and Zimbabwe. So Afghanistan aren't even in there, and we know that they play now as well. Mm, right. Yeah. So very interesting. nations with test status. Afghanistan. There we go. So that one's in there now. Afghanistan, Australia, Bangladesh, England, India, Ireland, New Zealand, Pakistan, South Africa, Sri Lanka, West Indies, and Zimbabwe. Wow. And that was that was as of June 2023. So yeah, Islander in there, but it's a good shout, mate. They're, they're well, not too I, bad. Then I would say give them more Test cricket. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I think these other nations should be getting more Test cricket. Fill up the schedule like they do the Australians. hundred oh, percent. Get them playing cricket twenty four seven. Get them uh, playing cricket. What about you, I, Joe? Yeah, a team that I'd like to see and. They've played a little bit, but not too often, is Canada. Uh, now, it's it's just a bit of a left-field option. I think if we want to – cricket's probably the second most national game in the world uh, after football, after yeah. soccer. 
So you got soccer, then you got cricket. Cricket's played all around the world. Let's get it in the Americas. Let's get America going. Let's get Canada going. Canada, I've seen them play a little bit. Look, they're not. They're, they're more known for their ice hockey and things like that. But yeah, I just think it'd be cool to see a nation like that play. But you know, only yeah. time will tell. I don't think the top ten is really going to move Change. too much. Yeah. 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 Things going to stay the same. You know, boys, it doesn't get much better than watching sport on a Sunday Arvo. However, sometimes you need a snack. And now, with Gibson's country-style jerky, your snack needs are complete. With a wide variety of flavours, including teriyaki, honey soy garlic, mild chilli and pepper steak, Gibson's has all your jerky needs covered. Get your jerky at gibsoncountrystylejerky.com or follow Gibson's Country Style Jerky on Facebook and Instagram. And now, if you use the code PODCAST, you'll get 10% off. Gibson Country Style Jerky for the snackaholic in you. Second last thing on our list, Joe, for tonight. Let's talk top five. Who mm. are your top five cricketers that you have seen, played with, or just know about? You might not have seen them, but you've seen records. Like, who's your yeah. top five, mate? Honestly, well, I've I've based mine on ones that I have seen. Uh, in my in my illustrious twenty eight years of life, uh, <laughs> uh, number one for me is Adam Gilchrist. Now, as an Australian, I just loved watching Gilly bat. Changed the game. Changed the way wicket keepers went about batting. I think before him, wicket keepers, I wouldn't say that they scored at a very quick rate. You know, mm. they got the runs, but it was uh, you know a runner ball that sort of thing. Gilly came out. Bam, bam, bam. And when he played one day as an NT20 towards the end of his career, he didn't play too many T20s, but towards the end of his career, he used to open and he'd just smack him. Opening yep. uh, opening batsman, he was so good, Gilly. So, and his glove work, mate. His glove work was second to none. He just incredible. I've read his biography and something he said in his biography was he knew it was time for him to finish when uh, it was a test match and he dropped two balls in the test match. Mm, and he yes. spoke about how he dropped those and he said that his focus had gone and he just knew that at that stage it was time to retire. So I thought that was really cool how uh, from the mental side of things that he just knew because, you know, he knew his glove work wasn't at where it was, you know, two, three years before that. So he's my number one. Uh, number two, the GOAT, Gary, spoke about him before. I love Nathan Lyon. As I said, I haven't seen Shane Warne play that much so mm. he is the goat of all time but for me Nathan Lyon is number two number three mate Michael Hussey now Ooh. mate Mike Hussey Mr. Fix It he was just so good you know that Australian order would always collapse top order it, it was always Michael Clark would be hanging around openers would get out Michael Clark would be hanging around and then in comes Mike Hussey Clarkie and Hussey they'd get a score they'd save Australia Every single time, you know, Brad Haddon would then come in and help with that. But that that 2010 to 2015 period where, where Clark was captain and they dominated at that level, Mike Hussey, mate, for me, and electric in the field. He was such a good fielder. So he was my number three. Number four is actually a South African, Sharks Callis. Now, Callis was so good. The way that he could bowl and bat and maintain his all-rounder status. Because mm-hmm. often you see all-rounders and they're, they're more better at one. They're either a better batsman or a better bowler. You know, they're a bowling all-rounder, batting all-rounder. But Callis was able to be good at both. And for his whole career, he always took wickets. He always scored runs. So for me, he was incredible to watch. Again, though, 
I only saw him towards the back end of his career as I was young. Number five for me, I'm going to Sri Lanka, and it's actually Kumar Sangakkara. Now, Sangakkara, incredible gloveman as well. Uh, opener in one day as a T20s, great batsman, but he knew how to find the boundary and could just smack them a mile. So that's my top five there, mate. What are yep. yours? Well, I am going – I have a mixture nice. of players that I have seen personally, just know about and, yep. and not seen sort of thing. So I won't say stereotypical, but uh, very common for cricketer fans. I am going to go from number five up as well. Sorry, brother. Beautiful. My number five. The Don. The oh, Don. Yeah. Like, yeah, test cricket, to face that body line um, and still score runs and be coming through county cricket as well. Mm. Um, I've just read the body line book. Oh, yes. The Don Bradman perspective sort of thing. Um, that's not the title. I'm not copywriting or anything. Um, <laughs> but, yes, it, it's a, a Don Bradman book about body line. And just reading that, I felt like I was watching it. I felt like I was watching every ball that they spoke about. Yeah. And and I was envisaging sitting at a field supporting Australia and just watching the Englishman bowl it at the head and the body the whole time. Sort of yeah. It was it was just a, a great read for starters. Um and you know, for him to literally be one run short of having a one hundred strike rate. It was it's it's phenomenal. That the the Don is just you know a great cricketer. Number four, we had very similar tastes. Uh, Jax Carlos, yeah, South Africa, amazing. You know his Test form was just impeccable. What he did, and then he come out of Test form and he didn't give up the game. So what did he do? He come to Australia, play the Big Bash, yeah, played for the yeah. th- played for the Thunder, mate. Played for the Thunder. <laughs> um, I did watch a few of his games where he played for the Thunder. I didn't see any of his test work, but I watched mm. some of his Thunder games, and he was just—he could hit a ball, man. He oh could, yeah, he could smack that out of the park. Um, so yeah, Jack Carlos is definitely in my top five. Number three, you mentioned him as well, the goat. Can't go right past the goat. That's right. Um, you know, I've I've put him at number three. I, he's not. This isn't in order. I should say yeah, these are just my top five. But yeah. As I said, as you said, you know he he's he's no Shane Warne, but he's the, he's the modern Shane Warne. That's right. He, he's the Shane Warne of his time, sort of thing. Um, you know, he, something like four hundred plus Test wickets or something like that. Yeah, yeah, four fifty, I think. Creeping yeah, up on five hundred. He's so. coming up there, so you know, he's just absolutely amazing. Number two, I was I was tossing up between his number my number two. I've got my number one. My number two is either Alastair Cook for the Pommies or Sachin Tendulkar. Okay, wow. Sachin, and the, and the only reason I'm tossing up is both were captains, both were batters, and they both did so much for their countries. Like even so Alistair, even in the time where the Aussies were just drilling the ashes sort of thing, he still put up a fight sort of thing. Yeah. But Sachin was more dominant the entire time sort of thing. So, you know, like my number twos, I'm, I'm going to put them equal. I can't pick one at the moment. The like, only look, I Alistair Cook, I respect what he did as a batsman, but my God, he was slow. Mm, mm. <laughs> I I I could not watch him bat because he was so slow. I like I get the that. fast batsman. Oh yeah, I, I, I get that, but <laughs> but an incredible batsman. Yeah, like what he it, did, it, incredible. He was a 
test captain. That's right. And yes, he was slow, but he was he was playing test cricket. Yeah, exactly. Right? I love when you can see a T20 game and you see 200 runs put on. I love seeing a one-day game and I love seeing the clear, definite difference between those games and then a test. I sometimes find it boring when a team comes out and puts a quick 300 on, but the game's over in 40 overs. You've got yeah. five days. Let's yeah. like make it test cricket. Let's make it a test sort of thing. That's Just why, before yeah. you continue to number one, Nathan Lyon has taken 496 test wickets. Oh, so he's only right. four wickets off the 500. And Gar- he will only be, he'll only be the third Australian behind McGrath and Warren. He will guarantee first test if he's selected, he'll get those four. Yeah, let's hope. Coming up in the summer. Um, but then my number one, and this is a definite number one for me, he is the reason that I got behind cricket. It's matching yours, Joe. Gilly. Yes. He oh. was the – I read his autobiography as well. Mm. He just blew my mind away with cricket, and yeah. he's the re- he is the reason I became a wicket keeper. He's the reason that I got into cricket. He was just absolutely phenomenal. Like you said, he changed the game for wicket keepers. 100%. You looked at a squad, you know, before before I was really interested in cricket, I looked at a squad. You had your five batters, your one wicket keeper, your four bowlers, and that was it. Yeah. They, they were just 10 men. So I think, but he went, nah, I'm going to become batsman as well. And that's exactly right. The game was slow. He'd speed it up. Yeah. He'd take yeah. four or five catches, right? I remember watching uh, footage from of Gilly in the box mm. when I'm pretty sure it was McGrath who got his test 50, his first test 50. Oh, yes. And, and, and the Aussies were all geared up ready for a field sort of thing because they were like, hey, he'll be out in 20 minutes. Sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. And all of them. And to see his fingers taped the way they were, he had the fattest fingers, just how much <laughs> tape there was. I was like, holy moly. But to see... That he was at that stage of his career, he needed that much taping, and he was still coming out to represent his country and still perform the way he was. Yeah. It, oh man, he, honestly, he he was incredible, mate. I mean, I I just wish I was that little bit older and I saw more of his career. But from what I saw, man, like you're exactly right. He just he was just so good. He's just incredible. Yeah. He he's. He's he's someone I idolise, and as I said, he's the reason I got into cricket, mate. It was he he is an Australian cricketer. He's he, he's my icon. And Gilly, that's, if you if if you're listening, you get in contact at uh, the Ruck Infringement Pod at gmail dot com. Uh, yeah. you know, we'll we'll happily have you on, mate. Exactly, mate. <laughs> you know, Fox Fox League can give you a contract, but yeah. we can give you a good time. <laughs> that's right, exactly, exactly. Yeah. But I think that's all we have time for, Joe. That's about it, mate. Yeah. Uh, we just want to thank our sponsors for tonight. Yep. Uh, yep. Who we got so, sponsoring this, Joe? Gibson's Country Style Jerky. have uh, They're staying on with us for cricket, which is great. Picklebet as well. Over the next few weeks, we'll give you some uh, some betting advice for the World Cup, which will be a bit of fun as well. So they are our sponsors for our cricket pod, which is awesome. So, yeah, definitely big shout out to them. Thank you for staying with us over the summer of cricket. Uh, thank you to, of course, my co-host here, Luke, myself, Reese will be on in the next few weeks as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you to you, the listener, for tuning in. And look, you know what? Don't forget to bowl middle stump.